Hello everybody, this is Dr. Fred. I am responsible, I am accountable, I am capable of assisting people to find their true voice and then deliver it effectively into the world around us. With 40 years in mental health, 32 of them as a psychiatrist, and then a massive amount of conversations, including podcasting and expert speaking, keynote speaking, I have the opportunity to really see the magic that it takes to find one's authentic self and then deliver it effectively into the world. And if you're like me, you can see that now more than ever, that's what's called for. So today is that day. Now is that time. Come forth. Join me in the broadcast. You'll see on the other side of this at True Voice with Dr. Fred. Hello. How are everybody? How is everybody? How's life going? It's pretty flipping crazy out there, isn't it? it? Right. Isn't it really just crazy? It turns out that it's crazy for all of us. So in some ways, you could say that this is the most unifying experience that the globe has ever had. A few years ago, I believe it was 2019, I wrote an article. The article was called Global Madness, What the World Must Do to Unite. Global Madness, What the World Must Do to Unite. And the article um, gained some traction. Uh, it was an article based on really looking at, I think it's like, what must happen to unite. And I think uh, what what's really worth looking at here is that um, it was going to take a threat to all of mankind to have us stop seeing our differences and start seeing what's really available here. So has that threat finally occurred? At the time of the writing of the article, I decided that a pandemic wasn't going to be big enough. I decided that global climate change wasn't going to be big enough. And none of the issues that we already were having were going to be big enough. What I decided was that the only thing that could possibly big enough, be big enough would be an actual external threat to the entire planet. One that we could all believe and then get that if we didn't actively, responsibly, accountably, and urgently act as a one unit team called humanity, that that would likely mean the end of all of us. So by, in other words, exploiting the differences that we have with each other, we would naturally lose the battle. And have we reached the point where we are learning that we really could indeed lose the battle? We're so caught up with being right. We're so caught up with being self-righteous, with judging and evaluating and assessing other people's opinions. And then we're left not trusting ourselves, let alone anyone else. The greatest threat in the world today is not what we think it is. 
it really isn't a virus. Mm -mm. And it really isn't climate change. No. It's not even racism or sex trafficking. The greatest threat in the world today isn't actually war. Now, all those things are massive threats. True calamitous, like treacherous, heinous threats that could take out all of humanity and in some cases the entire planet. So I don't mean to minimize the effect of those threats on each and every day, on each and every one of the 7.8 billion of us. But I do want to say that there's a greater threat, essentially, in our, in our midst. And that is that we are not speaking, or we have collectively given up, or reduced our capacity to speak our true voice. <laughs> Well, you might think, well, what's that have to do with anything? Each and every threat that I just declared that could each individually take out all of humanity or the entire you know, planet Earth are going to require open and honest dialogue, open and honest discourse, open, authentic conversation planning ahead to create a capacity to protect ourselves as a greater importance than ripping ourselves to shreds, which is what we're up to now. We're being driven by facts, so they say, facts from one side or facts from another that have us then have a diametrically opposed group of people who no longer respect us, who no longer are acting in line with what we know to be so. So the polarity has been created. Now, what's it going to take for us to decide that the time is now to end that polarity or else, well, it's grim. It seems like a grim future that is in front of us if we default and just let it come at us the way it is. What's it going to take to alter that future? We're going to have to create new ideas. We're going to have to create a new ground to stand from. We're going to have to listen to people that we otherwise flat out disagree with. We're going to have to stop short of what it was we were, might have done to hurt or damage other people. However, it's set up now that we think that by damaging other people, we are actually performing the only action that defends ourselves. This is a rather pathetic and certainly self-destructive uh, realm or thought process to launch from. Is there hope for our future? Well, we start leaning on miracles. 
What's a miracle? A miracle is something that our, the reality that we otherwise know wouldn't have predicted as being possible. At this point in time, having something that would turn around our capacity to collectively self-implode actually would be a miracle. We're starting to look at food supplies, at economies, at warring factions, at differences of opinion at core level that have people now entirely disrespecting and dismissing others, canceling people, censoring people, essentially kicking people violently off the island. How can this work? What's driving it? How can that be the best that we can do as a human race? I really ask you that. What is it that we can do to alter this? If I open up the phone lines, maybe today would be a day where someone actually calls in. The call-in numbers I will be giving in just a couple minutes if you'd like to join this conversation. If you're going to join the conversation, however, I really want you not to point to the other side as being the problem and get that the only problem you have access to, the only alteration, transformation, change that you have access to is actually you. The call number for this phone call, for this to call in and have an open discussion, or at least practice having an open discussion, is 1-888-627-6008. It's 1-888-627-6008. There's no need to get too serious about this. It's an important issue, but seriousness is not what's required to get this done. It doesn't make it that much more accessible if you stop smiling or stop laughing or stop creating fun when you're designing something. Even if the end of the world is upon us, There's an opportunity to go out doing and being your very best. I'm not even predicting the end of the world being upon us, but it might be. It's always might be. And I invite you to get that exploring this with some degree of creativity might be all that there is to do in life that makes any sense. How can we, as our man Rodney King said many years ago in in South L.A., how can we all just get along? And what does get along mean? Does that mean I have to agree with people that I think are dead wrong? No, no, I don't have to agree with anyone. It's not a requirement that I agree. What it is a requirement is that I get my point in there. What is my point? Well, in this case, my point is, can we hover over the top of our differences and create an opportunity to listen to each other in such a way that 
diametrically opposed components can create an outcome that otherwise could not even have been conceived. Can we do that? Of course we can. Of course it's not out of the question until we say it is. Humans have done things that are way more interesting than even that. Well, I don't know about way more interesting, but have done remarkable things. Look around the world. Look at what humans have created in the positive line. You see around the world, you see almost everything that you're consuming and all the places that you're going and exactly how you're getting there and how you're communicating, all those things usually take into consideration some innovation of something that otherwise never existed before it was invented. So do we have the capacity to actually see over the top of this and make a difference? Well, of course we do. The capacity is there, but it's not any one individual or one small group of people that's going to get that done. It's one big group of people, and it's not going to need 100% of us either. There is some notion that there's something called a collective consciousness. And that collective consciousness says that I think it's 1.5% of the people, when aligned, actually alter the course, like a trim tab, of the entire Freightliner. Are you part of that 1.5%? It's okay if you're not. I mean, after all, 98.5% of people are not. So it's completely okay if you're not. And what I really want you to hear is I don't see myself taking sides here other than to say, I'm going to take the side for humanity and the side for the planet. We are faced with the greatest challenge that we've ever had, at least in our lifetime, if not in the history of the world, because the world is one button push away from being annihilated. And that button happens to be in the hands of people who might just push it. In which case, this whole discussion was just obsolete. And we'll see you in the next world. If we all die in the same second, then how old we are when we died has nothing to do with it, does it? We could start looking at our age backwards, like T minus, T minus, you know, I don't know, doomsday, T minus whatever doomsday is and counting. So if doomsday is, you know, four years and four months away, then we're all four years and four months away from dying. And then there's no such thing as how long we've lived up until now as being an indicator of where we are in life. We would all be essentially the same age with the same deadline to make a difference on this planet. Can we do that? Mm, Yeah, we can. Will we do that? Well, that's a whole different question, isn't it? We start looking at what is it, what is it that we can do? What is it that we can do together to make that kind of difference. It's important that I really want you to see that. I really want you to see that in order to make that difference, it's got to come from within you. 
it's got to come with the, within you, meaning you're the one who has to actually make that difference. <clears throat> Are you ready? Are you able? Are you willing? That's what I want to know. Are you ready? Are you able? Are you willing? In the chat, I have now put in the link to the article. This will be on my show notes. You can find it at my website, welcometohumanity.net. And the name of the article is Global Madness, What Must Happen to Unite? It's an article that I'm pretty proud of, and it has unfortunate clairvoyance written all over it. The question becomes, really, what and when can we do what it is that we are going to do? Human beings appear hardwired to notice differences between each other and then respond by separating and discriminating against each other. In this paper, we look at what can happen for us to unite together as one people on one planet by incorporating our differences to serve a greater good. This article references what my life is committed to in the future, directly taking on these issues so that we all can take a giant step towards individual empowerment and global unity. As a physician with decades of experience working with a disenfranchised and mentally ill population, I sometimes find myself envious of their limitless lifestyle. While my work and personal life requires me to stay with appropriate societal boundaries or else face my own marginalization, their lives occasionally seem free and easy. They can be and do whatever they choose without the concern of, quote, falling off, end of quote, of their mentally deranged label. After all, if they act strange or the least bit unique, they never have to worry about losing their lofty role in society, although, you know, like falling up to normal. They have adhered to their diagnosed condition and therefore are starting off abnormal. They are comparatively untethered. Anything goes. Free to be an act. It is truly inevitable. As a clinician, I have the power to diagnose and treat. That power is intoxicating and it's an illusion. The notion that I, as a physician, am relevant is supported by the general community, and therefore my sense of self-worth is bolstered. Unlike my deranged brethren, those who are deemed mentally ill, they will likely be punished if they fall prey to their lofty illusions, like, I don't know, I could be president. My illusions bring me a sense of self-worth and strength. However, their illusions might bring them a syringe full of powerful toxic chemicals a restraint, or even a short three to five day vacation at an institution. Ultimately, once they firmly agree that their illusions of power were just fleeting symptoms of their condition and could never actually materialize, then they will be able to leave the facility. Same illusions, different outcomes. In the streets of all major cities worldwide, one cannot help but notice, and maybe even take exception to, the seemingly downtrodden population singing or dancing openly in broad daylight. Perhaps they are even vocalizing their monologues, not far from the ones that we all experience, truth be told. Crazy they must be, we are to believe. 
We in the mainstream comfort ourselves knowing that we do not have a condition, as far as we know, that would allow uh, for so much unbridled freedom, self-expression without societal limitations. While the marginalized may be ecstatic or distraught in their manners, I find myself impressed and even jealous of their sense of unruliness and wildness. When I walk by hurriedly and warily, perhaps wearing a suit jacket and carrying my car and house keys close to me for fear of having worldly possessions taken from my illusion of ownership, I notice this inner conflict. I waver between feeling sour, sorrow for these folks and wishing that I could find the same latitude to simply say, be an act in the ways they naturally call to me. The disenfranchised seem to have the advantage of being free to be an act as a natural self-expression. Is it the mainstream, or dare I ask, us, that disenfranchises the outcast? Do we set the outcast aside? If so, what exactly is the baseline for the mainstream? Is it simply a matter of perspective, or is there an inherent distinction between us and them? When one sees oneself as an outcast, is a new mainstream immediately defined? From their perspective, does that person now see the mainstream as a group of outcasts? Is being an outcast simply an arbitrary misnomer? Is there such thing as a mainstream? In the end, are these two groups really that different? Maybe the answers lie within what drives our self-expression. In agreeing to be part of the mainstream, what true freedoms must one relinquish? How much personal self-expression is sacrificed? Within the definition of mainstream, clear rules must be followed to stay a member or else risk being unceremoniously tossed to the state of the outcast. Outcasts can be reinstated only if they recover the mainstream's illusions. In a hypothetical world of outcasts, these definitions simply do not exist. Rules seem to be set by being fully self-expressed without care or concern of following any protocol. However, once there are members of an outcast group, has not a new mainstream emerged within their ranks? One thing seems rather clear here. The inescapable outcome is the creation of an undeniable us-versus-them mentality. An alien is defined illegal or not. This seems inevitable and maybe even necessary, a hard wire for humanity. Every society or subset of society that I know of evokes this we and they framework intentionally or inadvertently in an effort to accurately describe themselves as different from one another. Warring factions, or at least those that firmly disagree on what is normal, naturally arise. Thus, working together as one unit to achieve a goal or an outcome with these separate ideologies or values naturally becomes immediately and profoundly challenging. I'm going to hold right there and continue after my commercial. But the thing I really want to ask you is, how is this hitting home for you? Do you realize that when you're pointing fingers at another, you are determining that you are correct and that you are marginalizing others, perhaps if you're in the mainstream, maybe you see yourself as not being in the mainstream, in which case you have a mainstream of your own and the mainstream is the outcast. The us versus them 
the defining of we by being not they is a substantial um, is a su- substantial interject, a substantial intrusion into the capacity for us to work as one team. In the us versus them that could be created with a true threat from the outside, all of us would be us, and the them would be something that wasn't human. To hear what I'm speaking about in that solution, I'm going to invite you to come back after the commercial. In the meantime, if you have something to say about how this is going and want to have a conversation about what the future holds for you and what you might be willing to say or do now that you hear that the world is on the brink, or if you're willing to discuss this topic without blaming the others for being the problem, I'm game. The best way to get a hold of me is to call the number 1-888-627-6008. Now, if you didn't get this, if you're actually listening to this later, another way to get a hold of me is to write me at drfred at welcometohumanity.net. There we can have a discovery call, and you'll hear that part of who I am is a person who is freeing you up to be part of us. And when I say us, I'm saying the welcome to humanity us. The one that is included with all 7.8 billion of us being one unit. So welcome to us. Welcome to humanity. In order to get that done, I'm going to say it again. Welcome to your true voice. That's what's here to be had. We're going to take a break now. And when we come back, we'll talk about the solution that's available inside of global madness, what must be done to unite. In the meantime, here's the commercial, and we'll see you on the flip side. Thanks for being here. It's really wonderful to have you. Hello, everybody. It's Dr. Fred again. I wanted to explain to you a little bit about one of the names I have called the Undoctor. What is the Undoctor? Well, after about 15 years in the field of me being misaligned with what I was doing, because I was medicating people even knowing that medications were not the right answer, and I was diagnosing people even though I didn't always believe that they had the diagnosis that I said that they had, even though they did meet the criteria, etc., I like seeing humans for exactly who they are and who they're not, and not as a diagnosis. So in 2006, I began the process of becoming the undoctor. I unmedicated, undiagnosed, and then undoctrinated a bunch of people. Like people no longer had to come to a psychiatrist because their conditions cleared. This isn't true for everyone. It may not be true for you, but for some folks who know that their diagnosis doesn't fit and who know that they don't want to keep going through with medications and don't want to be seen as someone who's defective or afflicted, this turned out to be a great intervention. Over time, I stopped doing that, and I no longer do a whole lot of conventional psychiatry. Now I just help people walk through their life and find their true voice. I connect with people straight up, not as if there's a power gradient between a doctor and a patient, but it's two humans connecting and resonating with each other. As it turns out, that's where all healing emanates from. 
So today, I've developed the Welcome to Humanity brand over the last six or seven years, and that really takes into consideration all of this. It is self-explanatory. Basically, each and every experience that we have with humanity is just as exquisite as another, even if it's deeply uncomfortable. From there, we get to actually share these human experiences. From there, we get to resonate and connect, and from there, healing takes place. I also have been helping people with their true voice, and that's why you're here today at True Voice with Dr. Fred. I help people find that true voice, really their authentic self, their core value system, and then deliver it effectively into a world that is eagerly awaiting to hear you. Without your voice, no one will ever hear you. And without your true voice, no one will ever know you. But with your true voice, you can find healing, peace, and love. True voice is what it takes to end all wars. So welcome to True Voice with Dr. Fred. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. It's a pleasure to have you here. I have my uh, business partner, Ken D. Foster, joining us. He was with us uh, a few weeks ago. Ken, I want to let you know where we're at. I'm halfway through uh, my article, um, the article that I think you know I wrote that was an award-winning article in 2019 talking about global madness. If, uh, if you can humor me, you'll hear the second half, and I think you'll really appreciate it. We've talked so far about the problem that is encompassing um, our human nature, uh, and first of all, welcome, Ken, and thanks for coming on. So hello, it's great to have you here. Hey, it's good to be on the show again. Thank you so much for having me today, Dr. Fred. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really speaking to what you and I are up to here, Ken. And I think, you know, you you were able to bypass the problem as I, I designed it, which is the creation of an us versus them inside of humanity that has us on the brink of annihilating all of each other uh, as if we're right that we're doing that, you know, we're, we're so certain that we're right and they're wrong. And we have created a mentality that has us not even be able to listen to another, not even be able to speak a true voice or listen to someone else's true voice. So I'll move to the solution. And I think you, as put into the article, I think you'll appreciate it. Here we go. Here's the solution to the dilemma. So I ponder, given that this setup appears to be inherent in human nature, what sociological system could conceivably be employed to allow us to accept all of our differences and work together while at the same time using the specific variances of our strength to our benefit and not seeing our differences as a hindrance that needs to be overcome? It would need to be larger than the threats we are now facing. Climate change is clearly not loud enough for us to change or to transform our differences into strengths and unify humanity. Here's what I have come up with as a far-fetched possibility. I hope to suit those needs. An urgent global threat from a non-human entity. We can use the us versus them mentality effectively and creatively to unite the planetary response required to sustain our earthly existence. Now, I remind you all, this article was written in 2019. What might that look like? As an example, what if we knew that we had one year from today to prepare for the invasion of Martians intent on destroying us all, really, and a global effort would be required to address it effectively. 
Would that be enough impetus, enough of a calling to overlook our apparent differences and marshal the unique strengths and qualifications of different factions and eliminate the imminent destruction of our planet Earth? Well, I would hope so, but unfortunately, I am not certain. Given that the us versus them is hardwired into our humanness, what seems promising in this scenario is that we still maintain our disenfranchising tendencies and outcast creations to address the destruction of our world. Our new outcasts, our aliens, would now be defined as those marauding Mars dwellers. A new baseline emerges of human versus non-human, and perhaps our human variabilities would not be alienating enough to splinter us. The threat of a Martian invasion, therefore, could draw us together as one global team. Well, one can only hope. I truly pity the Martians who would have to take on a unified and organized group of 7.6 billion functional human beings called on to perform at an urgent level. As a reorganized and stratified, stratified true force to be reckoned with, we would be cooperatively and effectively intent to bring down the Martians' ill-fated plan to annihilate us. That outcome would likely amount to a truly bad day for these unfortunate and misled warriors from Mars. As people, we are, of course, much more similar than different on a global scale. When we describe ourselves as factions, whether it be nationalities, races, or ideologies of some kind, we actually focus more on what it means not to belong rather than to belong. This is no less true than when we speak of the mentally ill. We do not have a workable definition of non-mental illness, or said another way, what it is to be normal. Belonging to the normal group is based on specific, arbitrary, and culturally determined parameters. And what is abnormal in one contextual setting is seen as grossly abnormal in another. From this perspective, mental illness can easily be seen as simply a conversation. It is subject to transformation rather instantaneously and, in fact, has no global meaning. Welcome to Humanity has become my professional brand and clinical identity. As such, I am of the notion that all people are whole, complete, and perfect. In fact, there is not a circumstance, behavior, discomfort, or experience of any type, including confusion, pain, anger, and hopelessness, for which simply saying welcome to humanity is not a compassionate, resetting, and accurate response for sending one in the direction of healing or comfort. Comfort and health are not synonyms by any stretch, and discomfort in its many manifestations is simply an obvious and truly inherent essential component of the daily human experience. Reorganizing, reconfiguring, and transforming the conversation about mental illness is the mission, vision, and purpose of Welcome to Humanity. Those who are ready to look at the human experience from a new, empowering perspective, inquiring together into all the many facets of what it means to be human, well, you're invited to join us in this journey. Thank you for letting me read my treatise. I have a request. And that goes like this. If one of you is out there who would like to call in and speak to my partner and I about what you see and what you're hearing in this urgent call for all of us to join together and find our true voice to make a difference in the world, I invite you to call in. Again, I'm not here to entertain about why the other side is wrong and therefore causing the problem. I get it. That's what you believe. 
I'm not saying you're wrong to believe that. That's just not the purpose of this call. The purpose of this call is to look at unifying possibilities. And what I also want to say is that's what Ken D. Foster and I are up to. This is what we are stand for. We've realized today that between the two of us, we have 134 years of experience. This experience has been a bit of hard knocks, a bit of super luck, a bit of ecstasy, a bit of dreamland, a bit of hell holes. We've had our changes. We've had our ups and downs. We've made our drastic mistakes. We've made our beautiful connections. We've lost. We've gained. We've won. We've had a life, and we get to bring a little bit of that life forward. And we're doing that by creating what I think is an important piece for many of the listeners here. And that's something called True Voice Broadcasting. Now, True Voice Broadcasting is for people who already have some form of broadcast in the works. It can be a TV show, a radio show, a podcast, someone who's actually giving an effort to get their true voice out in the world. And they're limping a little bit, maybe struggling a little bit. Maybe it's not working as well as they hoped. What we're doing with our full shoulders is listening carefully to what is there, maybe what is missing, and then offering some degree of facilitation and guidance so that your voice can land effectively in the world where it needs to right now in an urgent capacity. You see, if you don't speak your true voice, no one will ever know you. If you don't speak your voice at all, no one will even ever hear you. If you don't speak your true voice, however, you can be heard it. And that's what we're trying to prevent. The opportunity today is to step into what is that true voice and how are you going to express it? It doesn't even have to be words. It can be creatively, art, music, dancing, singing, drama, cooking, writing, gardening. That's fine. One thing I know, and I know that to be true today, is that podcasting is likely the best avenue that I know of to deliver any of that forward. Frankly, using voice primarily, but there's ways to do this even beyond that. Ken's a master at broadcasting and a master at podcasting, having done this for a long time, and I'm proud to have him as my partner. Today, we have designed and really made a curriculum that's geared towards podcasters who are looking to up their game. The time is now, folks. It's not like next summer that you should do this. If you haven't noticed, there is an urgency out here to get your voice out now. Ken and I have chosen to take the front edge here to listen and to grow ourselves as we help you grow. So the opportunity is to speak to True Voice Broadcasting for those who are already started. I think I've spoken in the past about True Voice Podcasting for those who want to get started. That's a slightly different course. This course that we're talking about here is for those of us who already have our foot on the gas pedal and just want to move it a little bit faster, a little bit more, a little bit uh, upgraded. That's what Ken and I are committed to. Ken, welcome to the show. I'd love to hear a little bit about what you have to say, both about the end of the article and anything I just said about TVB. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity to be on the show today. Wow, this, um, you know, as you spoke, and as I listened to the words land, in my psyche, and I realized what a gift 
I have uh, being your partner, Dr. Fred, and being part of what we're creating together in such a masterful way, if I do say. I couldn't agree with you more that we are on the precipice of either brilliance, greatness, tapping into our genius and connecting the, with a new story in the world, or we're going down the, the other side. We're going down the dark side where things fall apart. They start to look like some of the uh, movies I've seen over the last 10 years that Hollywood produces where society is, is uh, degraded. It's, it's torn apart. It's, uh, our freedoms are shut down. Our liberties are lost. Well, we're not going down that way. That's not what we're about. That's not what we believe. We believe in humanity. And we believe that the truth will set you free. So when you're, we're talking about speaking about that true voice, I have to say that if you're listening to this and you have that little voice been talking to you for a little while, you need to do something. Well, the first thing you need to do is change within yourself. Find your true voice. Find what matters most inside of you. And I couldn't agree with you more, Dr. Fred, that one of the easiest ways to do this, even though it's scary for some, but when you have guidance like you and I, who have a lot of mastery around this, um, is being able to start putting your voice out in a podcast. Uh, and, of course, in the, uh, eventually in uh, TV and, for some of you, radio. Um, the course that we are talking about, though, uh, is a course that's uh, as Dr. Fred talked about. This is for individuals that currently have uh, TV, radio, or podcast, but they want to increase the quality of their show. They want to step it up so that it's a, a top show becomes a top brand out there. Um, we're going to teach you some of the skills that we know about building team around you, about uh, being able to monetize your show so the show is sustainable. Because if you can't monetize it, you're going to be like you know, so many other people out there. You, you start to express your voice, you get it going, but then there's a gap. You don't know how to sustain it because you haven't figured out how to monetize this right. If that's you, if I'm speaking to you, that's what we're teaching. We're teaching you how to not only monetize, we're teaching you how to increase your audience, how to distribute your show. The show that I have right now is called Voices of Courage, and it is syndicated in 185 countries. We're on uh, podcast TV and radio. I started in radio, KCBQ here in San Diego, and then went into streaming and then into uh, podcasting and then into TV. And you know, we're, I'm going to teach you the principles of what I did to get on um, all the platforms and to have a successful show. On our one show on our streaming platform, we have about 400,000 people that listen to that show every month. That's just streaming. That doesn't count our AM, FM stations or our podcasting and our TV shows, right? So we're, we're out there and big in the world. Wouldn't you like to have your show out there like that? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about. And, um, you know, for me, I've been a, uh, a life coach now and a business strategist for 26 years. And I've seen a lot of people succeed. And I've seen a lot of people have these start, start, start 
stop patterns. They start succeeding. They stop. Maybe that's been you in the past. But if you want to break that, when you come in and you work with Dr. Fred and he helps you to tap into the true voice, it, it, what, what happens when we do that? All limitations start leaving you. They just do. Because now you're, you're, you're operating from a higher self, the higher consciousness, the soul. When you start to tap into that, you even start to look different. We look in your eyes, man. You know, they say window, the eyes are the windows to the soul. Well, your soul starts to shine through when you speak your true voice. So we apply that along with the uh, success principles that I've learned over several years with many mentors to really help your show get in the world in a way that you can do it, but it'll take you years to figure out what we've done here. So I hope you'll join us. I hope this is a call if your hearts, if you hear your heart, you, you feel it, feel Dr. Fred, feel me. If, if you'd like to do this, then we invite you to, to uh, step up. Yeah, beautifully said. We are uh, one of the ways that Ken and I are introducing people directly to what the principles are and what the logistics are and what the intentions are of our uh, True Voice broadcasting course is by having a numerous uh, set of, of um, webinars, upcoming webinars. As I see it right now, and I'm pretty sure this will be so when you're ready, uh, the way to uh, tap into that webinar is to tap into truevoicepodcasting.com. There you will be able to sign in and sign in for the next webinar. It's a free webinar, and you'll be there with us as we really take on what are the concerns that you have? What, and by concerns, I'm not even saying worries. What are the things that are in the way of you getting your message out to the world? Not only that, you'll also hear in no small way what our intentions are to bring those things forward. There is a multiple level. This is not simply do this, do that. Don't forget to do this. Don't forget to do that. No, this is about really bringing it to the veins, like really bringing it right into your bone marrow so that who you get to be is your true self. Who you get to be is the person you already know you are. One of the things that's very important about this, and I think that this has been a truth that has been um, uh, misconstrued to many of us over the years, is you do not have to go anywhere ever to find your true voice. You simply do not have to go to Tibet. You don't have to live in a cave. You don't have to sit under a Bodhi tree. You don't have to do any of that. Your true voice has been with you the entire time. In fact, all you have done to that true voice, and rightly so, after all, it's kind of an odd world that we live in, is you have thrown mud and smoke and sand and yuck on top of it and become someone who isn't you in a function to try to protect your own self. And then you never went back and fixed that. You know, we all learn that in order to be, uh, that in some ways we all learn that it, it pays off to be somebody that we're not in order to protect the person that we are. The time is now to get that satisfaction doesn't come from that. And in fact, it's not only um, ludicrous, it's actually a totally ineffective way to, to live life. If you're adult enough to understand what I just said, and I assume that you are, there actually is incremental, safe, and even fun and enjoyable ways of dropping some of that mess and just digging down deeper to the true voice that's been there since you've been a child. What is your point? Why are you here? As it turns out, 
uh, I think it was Henry David Thoreau said, you know, the mass of men live lives of quiet desperation and go to their graves with their songs still in them. I see that as the greatest tragedy of all of humankind. Are you really ready to live your entire world without anyone actually hearing who you truly are? Okay. This is what you did with your one precious life. I suggest that that doesn't have to be that way. And that with just some small changes, you will never actually come in touch. Ken and I were just talking about this just a couple hours ago. You will not actually achieve coming in touch and staying with your true voice. That's not how this world is set up. You will find yourself being inauthentic at times. And the idea here is to head towards your authentic self. This is where we live. This is where we as outsiders, as coaches, as mentors, as guides are here to assist you in getting in touch with that so that it can naturally be expressed into a world that is urgently and eagerly awaiting what it is that you have to say, the solutions that you have, the concerns that you have, the power that you have, the teaching, the experience, et cetera, that you bring forth into the world. That's what we want you to bring. That's it. That's it. I don't have anything else better to do, by the way. I, I don't. This is it. I don't. I seriously, I don't have anything else I'd rather do. And I don't have anything else better to do. What, 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 you got something better for me to do? I'll do it, but I don't have anything else better to do. And I think Ken feels the same way. That's why Welcome to Humanity, Voices of Courage, before we even met, that's what we were talking about to everybody. And now the meeting of those two creates a program that is really technically, I mean, I seriously, I don't, I wish I could take our course. And, and, and the idea is, is that it's a real opportunity. I guess I will be taking our course. That's the other thing is that, each and every moment, I'll be learning probably more than the students. So there is some self-serving here. And the opportunity is to continue to take steps towards my true voice so that I don't have to stutter, so that I don't have to remember the nonsense I said yesterday so I can say it again today. I don't have to do that. I can actually improve my relationships with my children, with my spouse, with my friends, with my colleagues, with my coworkers, with the neighbors, with the community, with the leaders in the community. I can improve all those things and probably get a better job and even get paid more if, in fact, I would be honest with myself and come in touch with my true voice. That's what we're here to do. Podcasting is a great avenue. It's not the only one, but it is a pretty darn good one right now. It's the last remaining vestige of a free space to speak this true self. And that's what we're doing today. So thank you for letting us do that. Ken, what do you think? I'm, you know, what kind of people are we looking for here? Here's, here's what I think. I, I want to comment a little bit of what you said, and then I'll tell you what we're looking for. Um, first of all, I want to say that uh, one moon is brighter than 10,000 stars. Okay. I want you to think about that. You know, this, uh, what we're talking about here is you becoming the moon, becoming the bright star, uh, moonlight, I guess, in this case, becoming the moonlight that shines on the earth. And that's, that's your role. Some of you I'm speaking to, I know that you're, you're listening, you're going, yeah, it's time. It's time for me to step up. It is time for me to express my true voice. It's time for me to become the dream of myself that I have within myself that I haven't expressed to the world yet, but it's in there. And I know all I have to do is find the courage to step into the next level for me. And like Dr. Fred just said, a lot of you are already podcasters, right? You're already podcasting, but what are you podcasting, right? 
Are you podcasting more information or disinformation or misinformation or just what you believe? Or are you podcasting your true voice? Because listen, I'll tell you this. When a person hears wisdom, when you hear wisdom, you know wisdom. Mm -hmm. And that's when people connect to you. And that's when they connect to your show. Mm -hmm. It's your charismatic, your that charismatic in in, uh, vibration, energy that you put out that contains your, your truth, your wisdom, that's when people will, will come to you. So who are we working with? We're working with people that already have podcasts. And Dr. Fred also works with people that are starting podcasts. Mm-hmm. But uh, the course we're doing together are people that already have podcasts, they have TV shows, they have radio shows, and they are ready now to take that to the next level, to up-level it up-level the quality of the show, up-level the quality of their voice, the resonance of their voice, step into their power in a much greater way. And we also teach you all the technical things that you need to know uh, how to distribute, how to, like I said earlier, how to distribute, how to grow your audience, how to find sponsors, how to get the right guests, right? And uh, things that you need to know if you want to have the quality show that's put on a national platform or an international platform to get your voice in the world. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Dr. Fred. You know, <laughs> it's it's happening now. It's it, this mm-hmm. is, this isn't the time to say, well, ne- wait till next week, wait till next year. I don't have what it takes quite yet. I need a little more experience. That's all made up. You already have your true voice within you. You just need to take off, as Dr. Fred said, and I'll say it my way, you have to take off your limitations, misinformation, disinformation, the stuff you bought into, all the blind leading the blind stuff that you bought into so that you can express your true voice out there. And what does true voice sound like again? It sounds like courage. It sounds like wisdom. It sounds like truth. It sounds like compassion. sounds like love. sounds like brilliance. Your genius comes out. You tap into that. That's what people want to hear. That's what the world needs. I hope you'll join us. Yeah. Ken, I, 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 I'm hesitant to build on top of that because it was so eloquent. But I think one of the things that we're agreeing to here is this idea of authenticity is more important than agreement. Like when you're speaking to someone who's wise, even if they are diametrically opposed to you in the content that they're delivering, there is a willingness and a, in fact, a natural tendency to listen and absorb what it is that they have to say. It's much more important to hear it from the sage-like authentic self than to have the content be in agreement with what you temporarily think is so in the world. So authenticity beats out uh, agreement. In other words, content, context beats out content. So what we're talking about here is getting in touch with that true voice and then naturally, just naturally, like effortlessly, what ends up happening is you end up being able to deliver, self-express in whatever way possible. And I guess the avenue that we're representing here, because neither of us have found anything better in our 134 years, is the present world of podcasting being far and away the best platform, the best pathway that's a known to man at this point to deliver your message far and wide into the world that's ready for it. Absolutely. Well, listen, I, we got about three minutes left to go here. And um, 
I believe at the end, this, uh, right at the top of the hour. Is that correct today? Yeah, we are. And then he's going to he's going to drop my uh, conclusion in here momentarily. So we got one more minute to say hello. OK, so um, I just want to uh, let everybody know again, you can go to uh, truevoicepodcast.com. Truevoicepodcasting.com. Let's do that again. Truevoicepodcasting.com. Right. And that's where you're going to be able to sign up for the webinar that we both, uh, that we will both. And how about your email? How about that? Um, Yeah, of course. Somebody would like to connect with me. They can uh, email me at coachwithken at gmail.com. Coachwithken at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Cool. And that would be someone like either in between webinars, they want to learn a little bit more. That would be a good space. Or me at Dr. Fred at welcome to humanity.net. We're here, folks. We're ready to have you. And truevoicepodcasting.com is how to sign up for this uh, webinar. Love to have you in the course. And if you know someone who's not you who needs to be in this course, love to have them in the course. And really, it's not for everyone. So we're going to have a discovery call first to make sure that this is really why you're here. Look forward to talking to you, Ken. It's always a wonderful time with you. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. Off always. we go. Let's dig in. Let's make this Off happen. All See right. See you soon. Bye bye. Thank you all. Thanks for coming on the True Voice with Dr. Fred. With, uh, <laughs> True Voice with Dr. Fred podcast. As always, it's been a deep pleasure. We'll catch you on the flip side next Tuesday. And for now, welcome to humanity, folks. Welcome to your True Voice. Bye for now. Hello, everybody. And I just wanted to thank you for getting through another episode of True Voice with Dr. Fred. Wasn't that great? It is so much fun to interact with people and then interact with my listenership about really finding True Voice and then bringing it forward. I really have never done anything more important than this. And I'm finally aligned with myself by helping others find their true voice. Let's find your alignment. What do you really want in your life? 